Listen, this is me being like extremely humble. <laughs> you know you about to say something, so you'd be like, you know, just, just Listen, disclaimer. I have dated down way more often than I've dated up. Hey, hey guys, my name is Cheryl Burns, and I am Sierra Tribble, Tribble, Tribble and this is Head Wraps and Lipsticks, the, the, pod, pod, the podcast. Hey guys. Hey everyone. Welcome back. Welcome back. Episode 11. Yep. I'm your girl Sierra T. And I'm your girl Sherelle B. This is Head Wraps and Lipsticks, the podcast. <sighs> Mercury is in retrograde. Clearly. And this Clearly. week is a hot ass mess. <laughs> the word, <laughs> this episode is brought to you by the word scandal. <laughs> um, we back on our Sesame Street. Straight. Uh, it's been a lot of scandal, but it's been like, like everywhere, like random scandal. Mm-hmm. Like, who asked for this? Like, you know, it's just I don't know. I don't know. Trump like, been chilling. Think for now. For now, which means next week is probably going to be a shit show, bogus. You know what? An atrocity. Yeah. Really. So. All right. So I guess we're just going to jump. We don't have any politics stuff to talk about this week. Thank. Gosh. Praise him. Thank God. Praise him, okay? Thank gosh. Um, <clears throat> I mean, I feel like we should go from like least to intense, but I don't even know like where to start because everything is a mess. I mean, like there's scandal in DC though. Like okay. it may not be political stuff, but it's definitely scandal in DC. Okay, well let's start with DC then. Like kind of like up the block from the White House. Okay. At Howard University. Uh. Um, <laughs> disclaimer. As fellow HBCU grads, mm-hmm. we are not here to slander any HBCUs. Like it is all HBCU love. It is, especially for Howard, who is like I guess like the mecca of HBCUs. Mm-hmm. Um, however, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, this is so bad. Y'all need some background checks on y'all employees and your students because they're out of pocket. Yo, literally. okay, so this was like this came out today too. I think. Yep. Yeah. So six employees, six uh, from the financial administration were fired for embezzling over one million dollars mm-hmm. from the school. Like one of those employees mm. um, is a student. Yes. OK. Uh, he's a I guess uh, he was he did work study. Yes. That's what he said. In the uh, and uh, he stole like. I think this, the number I saw was $429,000. Yeah. That, that's a lot of money. It is a lot of money. And then you would think he would be low with it. No, he's not. Okay. Yo. Um, <laughs> in typical Joanne the Scammer fashion, he was parading around campus with fur coats, mm-hmm. Gucci bags, yes. ugly rain boots. I saw a picture of a Range Rover. I don't know if that's true or not, mm-hmm. but... I mean, he was like really out here, like flexing, like with like trips to Cuba, Havana, Cuba. Like he had a media team. Like, what do you need a media That's, team for? He did have a media team. Yeah, it was what, crazy. What do you have a media team for? This is so bad, yo. He's the real life Joanne the scammer. Yeah, you know what was crazy? Like I saw like one of the tweets. It was like this girl who she had. She was like she she goes to HU and she had like sent him an email because she was saying how like. She had a balance of $6,000 left on her financial aid. And she had emailed him, you know, saying, hey, can you help me out or whatever? 
you know, trying to get my balance below 1000 Do you guys have any, any type of um, finances left to help me out with this? And he emailed her back and was like, you know, we've used 100% of our budget this year. We can't help you, basically, like, which looking at the, yes, yeah, so looking at the email, you're like, are you kidding me? You in a goddamn fur coat. You got a fur coat. Which is, it doesn't, it looks like my dog Patrick's fur. It does look like Doesn't Patrick. it look like Patrick? Yes, it does. I'm going to put a picture of my dog and a picture of his fur coat on Instagram so you can see. You can compare. It looks, it just. Patrick it, looks better. This is so embarrassing. It is. Like, I don't want, I just, like that type of, okay, okay. Granted, <clears throat> I can understand how you may be tempted to steal I get it. You know what I'm saying? You're mm. broke. But all them, you want to, you know what? Dang, I need $1,000 to pay off this credit card. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, that would be a little more susceptible, I guess. But you stole damn near half a million dollars. Yo. And other employees knew about, girl, like, ugh. I don't think it would be, no, it's still bad, but I don't think it would hurt as bad if he wasn't so flossy with it, right? right? You know what I'm saying? If you took that money and you was giving it, you know what's bad? Like, wasn't, was it this school year, academic year at HVU that, like, that picture of that dude sitting on the, um like, the bench waiting for the bus, he had all his stuff and they have no room for him? They had no dorm for him? Was that this year, um academic school year or last year? I feel like that was probably last year. Like, yeah. they've had their problems, like... yes. So if you was giving money to people that needed it, I mean, Howard probably would have been like, okay, you know, we you took mm-hmm. that money, you were giving out scholarships to people that you know really needed it. Right. Havana, Cuba? Really? Yo, like, them pictures look, he looks so, like, flossy. Like, he was... That's the best you can do? I mean, really? I mean... I would have went to Wakanda. It just sucks, like, because I'm, I'm obviously there's, like, five other people who are guilty, but... Yeah. Twitter is slaughtering him. Yo, his name is Tyrone Hankerson. He already put out a statement. A press release. Yeah, he put out a statement. I wonder like, if his media team put it together. That no, was it, was his, it was his... It was, that was shady. <laughs> <laughs> that was shady. His, uh, his lawyers put out, you know, on behalf of him, basically, you know, he wants to you know, be able to clear his name. Justice will prevail when the truth comes out. Woo, 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 woo. Well, he said he, like, did all that traveling because of traveling ab- abroad, but... Even still, right? You can still, you can still, you know. No one's gonna believe you when you stole that much money from Howard University. And you got fur coat. A good, a Who's good, sending you anywhere when you have money like that? That's true. I mean, who's sending you anywhere? Like, really? I mean, I don't. That that sound. That's cute, bro. I feel bad for the students that ate you. That that ate you. Jeez. That Howard. And he already got like they might take his degree away. I would. That's interesting, right? Because like he's he already graduated, so he's a grad student at at, mm-hmm. at Howard. Yeah, um, I do. I I am interested to know like how that's gonna work. Because I think you said like in his press press release, he said that he doesn't have any offenses on his record. Well, oh, you got a big one now. now you got player. one big. You got one big red flag on your uh, record now. Like, I, how are you? <clears throat> like, I wonder how he had access to that stuff. That's... If I'm doing work study, right? Like I thought work study was really like you helping out with like a lot of clerical stuff, right? Type up this. You should not some be granting away. scholarships to people. That is that was the part that blew me. Like that part, like no, that part. 
like the fact that she like whoever sent him an email, the fact that she even knew to like email him. You should have been going to. I don't know anybody that worked at A&T's financial aid office besides the people that worked in the financial aid office. And I had to go to Dowdy to go to the financial, like... And even, like, I'm thinking, like, as a student, if I had to go to another student and ask them, and I don't even care if I'm undergrad and you're a graduate and you're handling my financial aid, like, I don't... I, don't, I wouldn't have felt comfortable with yeah, that. Yeah, like, why are you handling my financial So that aid? whole thing is weird to me, too. I don't know, like, was Howard trying to, like, work around, like, not paying someone? I don't know. But which, obviously, that didn't work out because... It must be some... Yeah. <laughs> There's gonna, definitely going to be more to this... Uh, it's going to be more to this story. Yeah. And they need to not wait until, like, you know, next week to let people, like, get to the bottom of this. Don't be like, oh, like, we're dealing with finals. You're not dealing with anything. Handle it. Like, handle it. That's crazy. That is insane. You going to flex like that? Like, <laughs> If y'all could just see the pictures and see and understand like, what we're talking about. The one of him jumping in the air. Is the, like, <laughs> that looked like one of your pictures. It's like something you took. Like, that mean, Listen, the media team is good. I can't even... Like, wow, this is professional stuff. <laughs> the media team is good. I just... <laughs> I just I saw the tuxedo, like he looked like he was doing like the Beyonce Jay Z, you know, when they be in that little elevator or whatever mm-hmm. it is that wherever oh, they, yes, yes, yes. Wherever they take pictures at, like garage or whatever they is be that like, I wonder if that's their house. I always wondered that too. Like, it has to be. Where are y'all? Like Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um <laughs> Stu was just straight flexing. Yeah. Like yeah. I ain't I ain't mad at the flex, but I mean, you know, hit him with it. But No, I'm mad at the flex if you stealing people's money. That's true. Yeah, that could that could have really helped somebody. Uh, I mean, yeah, you could have like, you know, let me get some Jordans. Like, you yeah. get a f- ugly ass fur coat, and it wasn't even a little Gucci, like a little Gucci wallet. It no, was a whole bad. satchel. And like, you know what else was funny? He didn't have any, uh, like all his, like he didn't have any loans, loans or nothing. He was about to graduate with, without having to pay back anything. Wait, yeah, I forgot to t- mention that part to you. <laughs> he was about to graduate with debt free, debt free, my nigga. Debt free, zero bills. See, that's the type of flex. You, you know what? I'm just pay off my stuff. Like, okay. It, oh Jesus! Yeah, this this is bad. This is so bad. I just don't understand. Like, I don't know anybody unless you got a full ride scholarship that graduated debt free. You talking about he? You debt free about to like graduate from undergrad? Mm-hmm. And you know what? Like, I didn't like his statement. He was like, you know, I graduated the top of my undergraduate class. I know somebody in the registrar's about to be like, let mm-hmm. me see. Right. And now you about to graduate top of your class. You I, I wish I knew somebody who went to I Howard. Know. I don't think I don't think I know anybody who goes to Howard. <sighs> I need the team. We love an exclusive interview. We sure do. <laughs> we love it. Mm. <laughs> this is bad. It is so bad. Let's just so. hope we get to the they get to the bottom of it. Me too, because uh yikes. Yeah. Scrolling on Twitter, I'm like, what is who is Tyrone? And the like, internet is roasted. Yeah, done. Yo. Done. Roasted. You guilty, you need a lawyer. You guilty. I don't care. Like, I wonder how that's gonna affect like their um like graduation and stuff. Like well, yeah, graduation, but also enrollment. I don't think it's gonna affect them because a lot of like <laughs> I'm not gonna say everybody wants to go to Howard, but that's you know, that's one of them schools that's like, you know, if you're gonna go to HBCU, you, you wanna you go, go to, to Howard, Howard or yeah. AT mm-hmm. or you know. Uh, again, no shade to the HBCUs. I'm just saying. You know what I'm saying? No, you're right. It's one of those. Yeah. You know, like, I want to go to Morehouse, Spellman. Howard, Howard. A&T. And yeah. then just kind of like, well, I'll take whatever I can get at this point yeah. if I can't get in. Exactly. <laughs> can't get into Spellman, I'll go to Clark. Right. Ooh, they not going to be mad at you. <laughs> Sorry. My cousin went to Clark, too. So, <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, cuz. I'm sorry. 
<laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I feel like I have the right to be shady sometimes. It's okay. But, you, you know, do. you do. You do. You do. You do. Oh boy. Um, what other scandal we got blowing up? In the great U.S. of A. I mean, people are pretty mad about Logic getting divorced and the reason, his reason why. I don't. What was the reason again? He was like, I didn't want to be married anymore. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think. (laughs) (laughs) I just don't understand, like, why people. Why do we get so mad at other people's stuff? I think, you know what? I will hold you. I got mad for a little bit because I was like, Why? Listen, imagine me being married. First of all, all of the issues I go through with dating. Imagine me getting married and my husband, like, you know what? Uh, I think I'm good on this. No, you're not good on this. Like, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I, I mean, granted, I understand like he could have like easily stayed in the marriage and cheated on her or whatever, but he didn't. He chose to be like, yo, this, right. this is wag. I don't want to do this no more. I just find it fun. Not saying that Logic hasn't had clout because he's been around for a while, mm-hmm. but after this, like he kind of blew up with his song with Alicia Cara and uh, Khalid. Yeah. Like he really got attention. Now you want a divorce? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, you know what? I'm getting a lot of attention from other people out here. He, was he like, ain't a bad looking dude either. He ain't hard to look at. Uh, I might text him. Okay, well. <laughs> you can have a girl. No, no fight over here. I'm not putting up a fight. <laughs> I'm not putting up a fight. Go ahead, girl. Take it. Like, if you want I, to have it. I don't know. I, but it's just, I just, I don't know. Like, you, you now you always, he's like, you know what? I think I want to be a fuck boy again. Yeah. I mean, right after, yeah. It's weird. I don't know. But, I, we need to stop getting mad at like other people, like marital issues, like you know. I took it personal for a second. Cause yeah. I, cause I was like, this poor girl, she thinking everything is okay, everything is sunshine and flowers. Because I think like recently he had like woke, he like surprised her with like this whole symphony outside of their their balcony. Like they had a balcony, and there was like he woke up at eight in the morning, and had like the whole symphony sitting outside, and she woke up to people playing vi- the violin and the cello and shit in her driveway. And all of a sudden, he could be like, you know what? Uh, let's end this because I'm I don't want to do this no more. Like, what do you make signals, bro? Like, that is you, those mixed signals. Yeah, like, those are extremely mixed signals. What are you doing? But I just don't. I don't know if I would want to be woken. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, how would you feel? Like, you hear? You'd be like, I know me. I'd be like, all right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I mean, the gesture is sweet. It's nice, but like, let me be up first, mm-hmm. and then I hear it. Don't let me be like crust still in my eyes. I need to at least have my morning coffee. Well, I don't know if she was like actually asleep or what. Symphony? Yeah, like people. There was like you know you know how it is with the all the instruments. That's a lot of people. Well, it was like a small like you know mini symphony like you know. Just let me have my morning coffee first, and then. I don't know. Surprise me with some pancakes. (laughs) It's a simple thing. Simple thing. Like Like, all this was nice. This was this was cute, but where's the pancakes? Is that fruit? Right. Oh, so so no, so just some people outside on my driveway. Am I gonna eat? No. <laughs> okay. Do I gotta cook for them too? Like, <laughs> sheesh. <laughs> we are so ungrateful. I know, like, right? Like, <laughs> so ungrateful. <Tough> crowd. <laughs> <laughs> it's too much. What else we got? <sighs> you want to talk about your boy R. Kelly, Mister Bump and Grind, Mister AJ? Nothing but a number. I can't. Mister uh, mm-hmm. Ignition. Yeah. 
Go ahead. Mr. World's Greatest. Go ahead. Uh, Mr. Honey Love. Get it out. Get it out. I love all these songs. Mr. Uh, you know, I just can't lose. Trapped in the Closet. There we go. Mr. Uh, Chocolate Factory. Okay. Mr. Step in the Name of Love. That's my jam. What's my what's other song? Mr. Backyard Party. I knew it was still coming. Mr. Love Letter. I enjoy that song a lot, too. We can talk about him. Mr. Bold, and all of a sudden he show up with braids. Every time I'm about to talk, she comes up with <laughs> another <laughs> one. I just... Go ahead, get it out. No, you good. You yeah. good. I'm good. I'm you fine. sure? Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Ready. Um. So, all right. Your boy, R. Kelly. Jesus Christ. Okay, so... BBC, I don't know if it was BBC America or BBC UK. I feel like it was BBC UK because I didn't. Right. Um, I didn't hear anything about it until today. But <clears throat> so we talked about him a couple months ago when Buzz, when somebody at BuzzFeed wrote this extensive article about him and whole how he had this whole sex cult. Um, well, all these girls that he'd been training for years or whatever. So one of the girls who I guess was like who had helped that writer. Kitty Jones, she was one of R. Kelly's girls. They did a, like a documentary for the BBC called Girls, Sex, and Videotapes, R. Kelly or something. Oh, Jesus. I know. Um, and so her name is Kitty Jones. And so Kitty Jones, at some point in this documentary, is like um, the girl who tr- trained her to, to, to please, trained her to teach her how to please R. Kelly. Like the girl who trained her, R. Kelly had been training her since she was 14. On how to, tr- yes. So R. Kelly calls these girls, allegedly, this is all allegedly, because I don't really know. But allegedly, R. Kelly had this girl since she was 14 years old, trained her how to sexually please him and had her like crawl on the floor and giving him oral sex and all kinds of other wild stuff, I'm sure. And so when he decided to bring on more girls, she was the girl who to would teach, teach the new girls how to. So he was like the lead pimp. And she was like the assistant pimp, basically. Yes, I guess so. But she's still a pet. So and allegedly he calls all the girls, quote unquote, his pets. Huh. Yes. So. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like. <clears throat> oh. Yep. I mean, we, we've, been, we've been dealing with this R. Kelly shenanigans since Aaliyah. Okay. For a long time. It's been like twenty years. Okay. For a long time. And he's still around. Mm-hmm. Still making music, and we still have these allegations, but yet we still have his music. I. It's. I'm just like, okay, so are y'all gonna do something about it, or are we just gonna he just gonna put out another backyard party type song, and we just gonna forget, forget. about it? See, here's the thing, like. I can't listen to R. Kelly music anymore. Like, like it's so like, seems like you're ready used to be my jam. And now it comes on, I'm like, ah, this is real rapey, bruh. Like, I just can't. The only thing R. Kelly gets away with in my book is Trapped in the Closet. That series is phenomenal. I don't care. It's phenomenal. It's great storytelling. But other than that, I can't listen to, like, any of his other songs without, like, so... You know about the Colors event. I didn't go to the one that just happened, but the, oh, yeah. but the past one I went to, and they played some of his stuff, and everybody in the club was jamming. I just was like, I just can't do this. I can't get to it. I can't get with it. I cannot. I would have been with them jamming. Oh, no. 
I'm not gonna let you ruin R. Kelly. You ruined Trey Songs for me. You ruined it. Me? You ruined Trey Songs. Wait, 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 wait. I ruined Trey Songs. Yeah. What, what did I do? When you wait, what did when you when you mocked him? Oh. Because oh, the next time I heard him, I was like, he does sound like that. Like, like Sierra a, was absolutely, he do sound like a goat. He does sound like a goat. So it's just hard I'm, for me now. I'd be like. I'm sorry. <sighs> I mean, granted, it's Trey songs. That's true. But I I don't know. Like, what? I'm, I'm with you on it. With R. Kelly, I don't know. It's just, it's one of them situations where I'm like, I mean. I have no problem listening to like any of his stuff. It's weird. I do. But I guess it's because like all this is alleged. All we have is these like articles coming. Like nobody has done the last time we had an, an interview surrounding this stuff with R. Kelly was was at Huffington Post when he did that interview yeah. years ago. Mm-hmm. Besides that, we have these random articles that come out. It's his topic of the day. And then again, he's, you know what I'm saying? And he pops up on the BET Awards mm-hmm. or, you know, like Soul Train, whatever, like, yeah. and nobody says a thing. Like, so it's just like, I don't know. I guess it's like until somebody's like, you know, we need to like, somebody goes to the cops and like, yo, we need to investigate this dude. But here's the thing, right? These women that come out, by the time they come out, they're already legal age and that's their problem. Yeah. But is it like, I mean, <clears throat> but can't they still, I guess it depends on the state. I don't know. And I don't, and I also think it also has something to do with the girls probably being black and the disrespect, the, you know, the, the way black women bodies are disrespected anyway and aren't seen as precious and dear in the public eye and the media That's and the true. cops and all that. So I think it also has something to do with that too. But That's I think, true. I'm not sure because even if you think about the Cosby case, hmm. All of them were definitely over the age by that time. Way over the age. So I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know. Like a, I was reading an article. There was these sisters. I think they were in like Minnesota somewhere. Mm-hmm. And they were being, I mean, they're like older now. Like I think the oldest one is like 70 something years old. It's mm-hmm. eight of them. Mm-hmm. And for years, they were being raped by their brothers. They have like three brothers. Wow. And they were being raped by their brothers. And it wasn't until their father died. And they were dealing with some, you know, you know how it is when people pass. Like they were dealing with some land issues and all that stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That one of them said something to the other sister that had nothing to do with it, and she just knew she was like, "Oh, so it happened to you too." And they confronted their brothers about it. Wow, you know what I'm saying? But it was like I think it's a law that basically allows them to still press charges regardless of how many how many years have passed yes. on. Mm-hmm. So they're dealing they're dealing with that now. I mean, they got the lands and all that stuff like that. But they're dealing with that. They don't even talk to their brothers unless they have to deal with, you know, if let's just do the lawyers. Yeah. So I guess that's why I was like, maybe it has to deal with the state. Because, you know, because you yeah, got all these yeah. people that, you know, that pop up like, you know, oh, you know, he touched me when I was 11 and now right. you 45. You know what I'm saying? But yet you trying to put this man in jail. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, why is R. Kelly different than Bill Cosby and Donald Trump and the rest of them? I really care. I'm telling you. You know? Nobody cares about black girls. Like, so... That's very true. That's very true. <laughs> Unfortunately. They you know. feel like they have, you know, we have these asses and these breasts and mm. we wanted it. Yeah. We asked for it. Joe Scott wrote, wrote a poem about that a mm. long time ago. So, yeah. I don't know. Just wanted to bring you guys up on that. Mm. What else we got? You want to talk about um <coughs> T Haddish bites the dust? Girl. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> Tiffany, what are you doing? Besides trying to ruin your career. Yeah. 
No, for real though. No, but seriously. Yeah, she needs to be quiet. So this story is based off of the other story that she told about Beyonce, where she was saying how like how how she got that selfie with Beyonce. Oh yeah, it was all in the same party, all same night. So, so the the first story, she was at this, I guess one of Beyonce's parties or whatever, and the reason that she was about to beat someone up at Beyonce's party is because of this situation. So. Her, Tiffany and Beyonce were talking or whatever, and some actress who she refuses to name. Everybody say to Sanaa Lathan. Sanaa has denied it. They I, literally just pick a random actress out the, out out of the, the hat. hat. Yes. Like, so, <laughs> you know, Sanaa Lathan look like a biter. Like, right. Like, really? <laughs> like, why her? Okay. Uh, okay. Anyway, so this actress who, who has not been named comes up, you know, to, to Beyonce and bites her in the face. <laughs> Bites on the face. <laughs> so Tiffany goes up like, did she just bite you in the face? But I'm like, you want me to beat her ass? And Beyonce, she's like, Beyonce's like, no, don't do that. And then her, and then Beyonce and this actress go off and I guess try to get it together. And then I guess again, later on in the night, Beyonce's at the bar and Tiffany comes up to the bar and was like, did she really bite you in the face? And Beyonce's like, yeah, you know, it just happens like that sometimes. But she's not, they're like, they're like, she on drugs. She's not drunk. She's on drugs. She's not usually like that. And Tiffany's like, I'll beat her ass for you. Like, you know, and Beyonce's like, don't do that. So that was basically the story that she told. <laughs> Just all over. Like, Sherelle, your face right now. <laughs> like, did Tiffany, like, did she, did she have any, like, other friends that maybe should have been able to entertain her? Like, or did she, like, follow Beyonce around like a puppy? That's what it sounded like to me, like. Will you get off her ass? And Beyonce seems like the type of person to be like, okay, ma'am. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. But can you, like, go home? She was probably annoyed. Like. I mean, if Beyonce got bit in the face. It probably was like a little nibble. You know how somebody might nibble you in the yeah. face? Like, you act like somebody's I don't know. Straight. I'm thinking of biting. I'm thinking of, ah, like. Like a salt, like, you know, like somebody eating, you know, taking crystal meth type bite. Like, I But don't... the thing is, like, um, the, the, because the article was in GQ, the, uh. They I called I guess Beyonce's PR or whoever and they were like we don't have any recollection like we were never told about this so we can't comment on it. Yeah, it's, I, I think Tiffany Haddish needs to really be like <coughs> I think she needs to just kind of calm it down. Yeah, just a little. It's like two sides. Like I feel two ways about it. On one end, it's like she needs to just kind of calm down because you just you know now you just dishing out random stories that don't nobody care about. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and then on the other hand, I'm like, okay, like, cause people are like, they like Beyonce needs to let her sign an NDA and she needs to stop talking. I'm like, why we can't know that Beyonce has fun? Like we know about everybody else that has fun. We know about Rihanna having fun mm-hmm. and everybody else that has fun. Why is Beyonce off limits to, you Everybody, know, yeah. to, you know, being personable? Like, I don't understand like why. Your guess is as good as mine. Cause I don't know. I'm like, okay. I mean, yes, Beyonce is special. Don't get me wrong. We all are children of God, but uh, okay. Like, why we can't know that Beyonce likes to party and like might take a shot of vodka every now and then? I don't know. I don't get why we. What's the problem? I don't know. They just want to protect Beyonce at all costs, I guess. Yeah, like I, I'm. Yeah, yeah. T Haddish needs to just kind of just calm down a I little need, bit. Yeah, she's hyped for sure. I need her to take it down. Yes, I'd be hyped too <laughs> if I was Beyonce friend. Um, but okay, just calm down. Yeah. Nope. Just relax. Yeah, so that's that. Um, Who else needs to calm down? Tamar Braxton. 
You got the clip on your phone. You know, Tamar Braxton said some interesting stuff about. Yeah. Okay. You want to just play the clip? Yeah. Let me let me let me see if I can. Because she's like talking about like I, I guess staying current. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Staying current for your man. Yeah, basically, like you know, keep up with the trending. You know, keep up with the trends for your man. Um, so. Um, everybody knows Tamar Braxton recently is like getting divorced from her husband, uh, Vince, cause he's been like cheating on her and you know, he's not even attractive anyway. I don't know. Um, and she recently shaved off her head, uh, shaved off the, shaved the okay. hair off of her head. <laughs> um, and, you know, I guess it's like a fresh start, blah, blah, blah. Um, and she went on the Steve Harvey show, um, early this week and was talking about why she only rocked blonde wings and it was very interesting. So here we are. Have you ever changed anything for a man? Have you ever changed? Absolutely. I believe in that though. I believe in, you know, being attractive for your mate. Like I used to be like, sis, I used to have all blonde wigs. I still have 150,000 of them at my house since I don't shave my head off. You know what I mean? They're for sale by the way. Because I won't be needing it anymore. But, you know, I, I he, Vince liked blonde head, light-fed women. And, you know, I just wasn't born with no blonde hair. Yeah. But for me, I just think that's a responsibility that women have. It's to stay yeah. current for your man. Um, okay. <laughs> okay. Um... <clears throat> What are your thoughts, sis? Like, what are your what are your thoughts? Listen, what are your thoughts? Staying current for your man is fine, but I feel like he need to stay current too. Who? <laughs> you feel me? I feel you on a cellular level. If we were in another time and this was back maybe, I don't know, the 50s or the time where, you know, housewives, being a housewife was more of a popular thing, that would make a lot of sense. Not that it doesn't make sense now. Like, it's cool, right? But like, if I'm jacked and I'm ripped and I'm splitting the bills with you, right, we need to be jacked and ripped together because... It's such a double standard when it comes to relationships mm-hmm. and, and, and men and females. Like, you know, we are quick as women. We are quick to change ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like, you know good and damn well you do not rock French, ma'am, on your nails. So why are you walking around with the French? Why would you even put French on your nails? Right. Like, why does your... Like, let's talk about the fact that your man even likes French. Like, can uh, we... Yeah. Let's like, up... His, you see what I'm saying? Like, up your game. Yeah. Like, who still gets French? Gross. Like, you really? Love, you don't love yourself if you're like, being French. Seriously? That's so gross. I, you know what I'm saying? You should not have to change for your man. So I, I really think she is wrong. Like, if you want to change, like, you know, for your own, you know what? Like, I see my man getting all, like you said, like, he losing weight. Mm-hmm. You know, let me lose some weight for myself. Right. Don't do it for him. Mm-hmm. Don't rock a blonde wig because he likes blonde girls. If that's the case, if he keeps saying that to you, then go get you a natural blonde Go get you a Tommy Lauren and have a good day. That's crazy that she wore nothing but blonde wigs for him. That is, yeah, I feel bad for her. I would have shaved my head off too. <laughs> I, feel, I feel really bad for her. That's sad. You know, I just think like this whole, and that, this is like, this is an interesting relationship question. We really got to do this relationship panel one of these days. Yeah. Because um, 
it's so funny, like, you you know, we talk about, like, traditional roles and whatnot like that. Because this past weekend, I was with um, a group of uh, friends, and one of my friends was saying how he was talking to this woman, and, like, he had this, like, rough job. He's, like, this, he does, like, graphic design and stuff like that mm-hmm. now. But, like, he was working, like, this really, like, tough, like, construction rough job. Mm-hmm. And when he would come home, he would have, like, she would have, like, the food cooked and everything and, like, his towel for his bath and everything ready or whatnot. But, like, as soon as he, like, stopped working that job and started, like, doing, like, graphic design and stuff like that, like, she didn't see him as a man anymore. Wow. Yeah, she did. Like, they have, they started having problems in their relationship because she was raised to think, like, if a man has, like, a man's type of job, like, a man should have, it's, like, a, you know, construction or, like, hard labor. And he was saying how, like, he, like, he didn't want to do hard labor. He wanted to do, like, graphic design right. and photography. And, like, the relationship completely changed because she was, like, raised by people who were, like, old school mm. and... He had more of a, like of a, like a progressive and modern like type of thought process. So I thought that was so crazy. That is very interesting, isn't it? Right? It is like okay. So there was an episode of Blackish. Two actually two episodes mm-hmm. ago. No, last episode. Everybody was there for Easter. Like Bo's family came over for Easter, mm-hmm. and um, she was fixing Dre a plate, mm-hmm. and her mother was like, "What are you doing?" And she was like, oh, just, you know, like, a, basically, she'd been fixing Dre a plate for years, and but did not let her mother see. Uh, because her mother has this, like, you know, he could fix his own plate, like, you know, that's very sexist, and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And she decided to change because the Diane was fixing her brother a plate. Right. And now, we all know, if you watch the show, Jack's a little, he ain't all there. Yeah. Okay, the little, right. boy, the little yeah. boy's slow. Right, yeah. Okay, and Diane's <laughs> more advanced. So she was like, Diane was like, you know, her mother was like, Bo was like, Diane, what are you doing? She was like, I'm fixing Jack a plate. And mm-hmm. she was like, why? She was like, I always fix him a plate. It's just the mm-hmm. nice thing to do. Right. And she was like, so then she made an announcement, like, everyone's going to fix their own plate. You know, we're not going to have this sexist rule and blah, 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 blah. And Dre was like, what are you talking about? Like, you know. Mm-hmm. And the, at the close of the show, the grandmother who was Florence, not Florence, anyway, from the Jeffersons. The, yeah. She was the old, she was Dre's grandmother on the show. And um, she said, you know, she said, back in my day, fixing a plate for a man was something that you wanted to do. Mm-hmm. As a black man, he goes out into the world and nobody pays him any attention. Nobody loves him. So when he comes home, I made sure that his plate was ready to mm-hmm. show him that somebody does love you and care about you. And mm-hmm. I was like... Wow. And you know, it's so funny that we talk about the plate because that is a big deal on Twitter for some reason. Like, like girls be like, I ain't making my man no plate. And I'm like, why not? Why not, though? What's wrong with making him a plate? I haven't had many men, but when I have, I, I make him a plate. <laughs> I, I recently just did it for the first time. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, when, when my boyfriend came over for Thanksgiving because my grandmother mm-hmm. was looking at me like, are you going to fix him a plate or, you know what I'm saying? Like, first of all, because he's a guest, like, you know, like right. you came over, they wanted me to fix your plate. Like, you and, know, I, she, and I was like, no, nah, I'm good. She, like, she's a guest. Right. Like, you know, let her sit down. Like, <laughs> but with him, my mother was like, go make him a plate, mm-hmm. get him some. And I was like, oh, okay. That was your first time doing that? That was my first. If it wasn't my dad, like I would fix my dad a plate if my mother wasn't able to at the time, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But right. like, that's just the way that, it goes in my family. Yeah, no, I mean it's the, it's the same, and I didn't realize a lot of like there were a lot of women who were like against it. I think they're only against it because it's just these modern times. Yeah, like, I, and granted, like there are certain things, certain things change. You know, certain things you can keep. Like, like I said, if we split in that bill, though, yeah, both of us got to be right. Right. I'll make your plate. <laughs> 
it's gonna be like you're just gonna have broccoli and rice, brown rice. Yeah, and, like <laughs> I'll cook your dinner and fix your plate. Right. But yeah. yeah I, I don't know, Tamar. Yeah, I don't I don't think that I need to rock. You know what? I one of my friends, um, he said something. He's probably going to get you triggered. It's going to get you triggered. Sis. Oh, no. He said something to me one time because we were talking about his relationship. And I was like, I don't even know why you with her. You know what I'm saying? You talk about her all the time. I'm like, just, just if you're done with it, just get rid of it. Like, move right. on with your life. And, um, you know, and um, I said, you need to get you one of these natural hair queens. And he was like, uh. Yes. He was like, uh. And Excuse I said, me? I said, what do you mean, uh? He was like, I just, I just don't do natural I was like, when you, I said, so let's talk about natural. I said, yeah. you talking about like, I'm like, I'm natural, mm-hmm. but you know, I will go get me a blowout. You know, right. I'm still natural. My hair is just stretched out. I said, so you mean like you won't date one of these curly head, you know, queens out here? He was like, he was like, it's not that. It's just like at the start of their natural journey. Like basically. What I look like right now. Yeah. He not for it. Not for it at all. And I was like, you know what? We're going to have this conversation another time. Because I was like, I was looking at him like, eh. You know what, though? That doesn't surprise me. There's a certain brand of men that is attracted to me because of his hair. I find it a little bit more quality, personally. Yeah. Um, it's it's really, like, it, it really does take, like, a different type of guy to be like, you know what? Oh, she looking real good with that short haircut. Yeah. Like, yeah. No. Like, I'm not... I'm cutting my hair over the weekend. Like, Are you? I'm finally going to get my bob. It's time to get these dead... Come through, these bob. Dead, <laughs> I told my boyfriend, I said, yeah, I'm cutting my hair. He was like, wait, how short? I was like, see, I was like, I'm getting up. I was like, just, you'll see when you see. He was like, and I can tell it was bothering him because like his tone <laughs> on the phone was like, okay, okay. So then we started talking about something. He was like, no, for real, like how short you cut your hair? I was like, first of all, you know, I'm not going to cut all my hair off. Like, right. you know, I'm not going to do that. But I'm just like, let's get these dead. Like, mm-hmm. let's get them off. Yeah. Like, yep. it's just hair to grow back. Like, <laughs> But he was like really pressed about how I'm gonna cut my hair, and I'm like, apparently it's a big issue. I'm like, if you if I decide to cut all my hair off and you don't want to deal with me, then you're lost. That's your loss. Like then you just wasn't for me to begin. Be, right, and that's real talk. I don't know what to tell you. And that's why I don't be stepping because listen, yeah, I'm not got time for to be buying weaves and stuff because you like weaves. They go get you a sex doll, right? Uh, and bundles cost a lot of money. So yeah, unless you like, buying the bundles, are you is you is you buying the bundles? But even like even then, like you know, so like I've heard like you know, oh well, like I don't do blue nails, like that's just something I don't do. Right. So like I don't care if I would be like, yo, you should get this blue. Like, uh, <laughs> no, I'm not doing blue. Like, <laughs> I might consider I might consider a weave if you got if you paying for it, but I want the expensive stuff. So I'm talking about where it's like almost five six hundred dollars for. For, bu- for the bundle. And you want the weave that you want. Yes. Like, no, don't be pulling out no Google picture like, oh, right. do your hair like this. No. No. I no. want Malaysian silky with a side part dyed blonde on the ends. Because what men don't understand <laughs> is like, every look doesn't, is not for every woman. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, every woman has their mm-hmm. own unique sense of, of style and, and sass about them. Just like y'all have... We're not going to expect the brother that's rocking the dreads to rock the fade. Like, you right. know what I'm saying? Like, what works for them works for them. Like, right. y'all want to rock Gucci satchels and, 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 and fur coats and, oh. and rain boots? That's you. Yep. We prefer 
You know, like, mm-hmm. and we're not going to judge the man that wants to wear his pants down. Like, mm-hmm. you know, that's that's you. Yeah. Like, that's your style, sir. Yeah. Like, Women get way more, like, uh, slack because of their hair and whatnot. Exactly. All of my male friends, when, I, when we were in college, we were like, are you going to cut your hair again? Because I don't want you to. And I'd be like, well, why? Yeah. Well, and they'd be like, I just don't want you to. But there was no valid reason why they didn't want me to cut my hair. Or I like you with long hair. And I'm like, well, I don't like myself with long hair. Exactly. So now what? I need to like myself. So what are we going to do? How do we, how do we, how do we move from here? Like, you know? Like it's really weird. <laughs> yeah. Tamar, you you need to just kind of mm. um, I don't know, girl. Yeah, rethink all that. I don't know. Girl. For your next relationship, rethink all that. Well, since we're on the like topic of relationships and stuff, okay. I want to talk about this article I read. Yeah. About saying how um black women could have as much success moving up in the ranks as far as finance can finances were concerned if they weren't marrying black men (laughs) so basically black women marrying black men is keeping black women broke yeah where's the (laughs) i'm gonna make sure i put the links to all of these like articles in the um, what yeah um hold on let me see if i can could you imagine just being like yeah i yeah So, um, where is it? So, the synopsis is like, you know, black women have similar odds of escaping poverty as white women until they marry black men. Yes. The inheritance of black poverty is all about the men. Men, (laughs) men, black men who come from lower income homes who um, are more likely to stay in low income jobs, whereas black women... Black women who come from like lower income homes, usually you think about like the rate of black black owned women, women black owned businesses at a really high rate, right? Yeah. But if I'm only trying to date a black man, and I'm already making more money than him, like that doesn't that doesn't help either one of us. You know what I'm saying? But. Um, and you think about the black men who do make money and who are really ambitious. Yeah. They usually only date in white girls. Ooh, this <laughs> is a topic. It is. This is a topic. It is. I'm trying to figure out like where I forgot, but um like I would love to take a survey, like literally like yeah. interview black men mm-hmm. on this because I think what that yeah. I don't even I don't really know how to respond to that cuz like it was tough when I saw it cuz I was like while you don't want to admit it, you're kind of like, "Ooh, Shit, this might be right. Like when you mentioned it, I was like, hmm. Okay. Yeah. I just but okay. I've right. dated I'm not listen, this is me being like extremely humble. <laughs> <laughs> you know you about to down. say something, so you'd be like, you know, just, just listen, disclaimer. I have dated down way more often than I've dated up. I've dated up hmm. maybe maybe one, I'll say one to three times. About three times. But most of the time, financially, I'm dating down. Huh. Granted, I ain't th- I ain't even that up. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, I do. You know? Yeah, I really do. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I really do. I get exactly what you're saying. Like, huh. 
I don't this this might be a topic for off 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 air. Like yeah. that's yeah. Yeah. It makes me think about a lot of like dudes that I've that I've used to date or um <clears throat> you know, like dudes that I talked to like in college mm-hmm. and it, like we talked about it before. It's like, you know, I just didn't think that I was like good enough for them because in my eyes and in uh, these two individuals that I'm talking about right now, mm-hmm. no names, where they are mm-hmm. in life, it's like, maybe I was right. You know what I'm saying? Because they are, they have... They're up. They're up a mm-hmm. little bit. Yeah. You know, not even... Uh, they're up a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But like, but both of them are with black women. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's both, good. Both of them are with black women. <clears throat> I think any dude that I talk to, like in college or, or even in high school, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but in college, like I, from what I understand, mm-hmm. they all have, you know, they're all either married to a black woman or are dating a black woman. You know what I'm saying? So, like, right. I don't know. It's like the article may be true and maybe it's on a, like a certain caliber of money. Like, mm-hmm. you're talking about NFL money, NBA money. Mm-hmm. But I mean, look at men like LeBron James. Right. Who came from nothing. And he got mm-hmm. the same shorty that's been rocking with him from the, that we know of, from the very. <laughs> Listen, no man is exempt. You're right. You know you what I'm saying? Right. Like, he's been rocking with Savannah and she is very black. But he's an exception to the. Is he? Because he came from nothing. He came from nothing. I don't know. Think about, think about any, you know, like, let's not even talk about athletes. Thinking about, like, you know, just um, men like, let's, like, Will Packer. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, he's pretty much new on the radio for the most part. Right. But he had, like, he met his black queen at Essence. He told you straight up. Like, I wow. met her at Essence Fest. That's how Girls Trip mm-hmm. came about. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know his his upbringing, but he went to FAMU. Right. You know, so he's been riding with black women. Right. I think it's just these certain men that just allow themselves to be trapped because mm-hmm. maybe they they don't know what's good when they got it. Like, I don't know. Well, I wanted to, like, because my friend, she, uh, she, like, we were talking about it back and forth. But she yeah. was like, what did I say? Okay, I, I said what you said about the, you know, dating up and down or whatever. Yeah. And she said... She said, I'm afraid you're not. She's like, I know a situation where the household income is $225,000. The wife is the breadwinner. She's a dentist. And the husband works in higher education as a director. They're secure, but in the spectrum, she's still married beneath her. Mm. So... I think that goes to why, like, a lot of black women are single out here, especially as they get older, because Mm -hmm. a lot of men... Especially black men, mm-hmm. or I don't want to say intimidated, but no, I will say it. Like, yeah, that's they're, exactly. I they're exactly intimidated by it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like this is, you know, like they're quick to be like, as soon as we start getting ourselves together, you know what I'm saying? Like making that type of money, y'all are quick to be like, you know, well, oh, she bougie. You know, you bougie now, like high maintenance. Okay, so like you know, forgive me if I want to eat at you know Viva Chicken, and that that might not even be high Yo. for me. It's high because like fourteen dollars a thing. Yeah, like, that's a lot of money. If I'm making eighty thousand dollars a year, if I'm making a hundred thousand dollars a year, like, yeah, I'm a, I want nice things. I can afford nice things. Right. Why would I? Why would I date down? And then you do, but you do have women who like, if they're not, if they're not dating down, then they're either dealing with married men mm. who are on the same. Co- it, it becomes a mess. Remember that movie? Um, 
two can play that game with Vivica A. Fox mm-hmm. and Morris Chestnut and yeah. Regina. Oh, shoot, what was her name in the movie? What's her name? Wendy Robinson. Okay, Wendy Robinson. She dated, she found uh, Bobby, the dude, you know, Bobby Brown played that character and he yeah. was this busted looking mm-hmm. and she fixed his behind up. Like, I got his teeth straight, took yeah. him shopping. What'd he do? He left. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. but it uh, when you were talking about it, I was like, huh, that reminds me of her character. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. That's that's a tough one. I'm gonna, we I'm we need to get a, this relationship slash men women panel. No, we do. We really do because really I think do. it could be serious. Yeah, it really could be serious. No, it's gonna be a situation because. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, what? what you... I was thinking about something like we had. I had a. There was something I don't know why Tyler Perry was being talked about on the timeline yesterday. Like, but I saw somebody talk about Tyler Perry. And they were talking about how I'm tired of Tyler Perry demonizing black women. <clears throat> this is that is an argument I've heard before. I've seen on the timeline plenty of times before. I didn't under, I don't understand why that keeps. I don't understand how people think he's demonizing black women. And I um somebody respond because I said mm-hmm. that, I was like I don't get why y'all keep saying that. Mm-hmm. And somebody responded and he was basically saying that, you know, he portrays he pretty much puts the stereotype in a light and you know, this, that, and that. I said, but he puts numerous different... Like, at the end of the day, there are stereotypes. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you white, black. It is what it is. Right. But what I like about Tyler Perry, even in his plays, mm-hmm. he puts all... We've seen all different types of black women in his movies, in his productions. We've seen the angry black woman. Mm-hmm. We've seen the older black woman. We've seen the woman who has it all. We've seen the woman that has nothing. These are women that we know. Right. So I don't get, like, so I guess they're talking about this upcoming movie that he has on Friday with Taraji P. Henson. The Acrimony? Yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely going to see it. No? Mm, I'm not I'm not moved to see it. I, just, I love Taraji. I gotta go. I, I just, I want to see how she gonna get up. Yeah. But, like, she, there was a quote in the movie, and she said, she said, you know, every time a black woman shows out, it's a stereotype. Oh, yeah. And I was like, she's absolutely right. You know, so, so I'm like, what is wrong with Tyler Perry showing those type of things in his films? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, at the end of the day, you do have your angry black woman. You have your baby mother. You have the woman who has it all. You have, and he's shown the woman who's married and has a great life. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. With the kids and all that stuff like that. Like... I don't get how y'all say that's demonizing black women. Now, if he was just talking about the baby mama every movie, I, I think it has something to do with that. And then there's another there's another um, like character trope he does. I can't think of it right now. I don't really watch too many. The last Tyler Perry movie I watched was the one with Journey Journey Bell was in it. Oh, that movie was so bad. The um, with, and Lance Gross was in it. Yeah, the um, Confessions uh, of a Marriage Counselor. Yeah, when yeah. she got AIDS. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that movie was trash. That wasn't that wasn't very that wasn't put together well. And plus Lance Gross can't act, so you know. But he's fine. Yeah, that's why he's in movies. Sex sells. Size he's up. selling it. Yeah. <laughs> he can't act. He's trash. Not at okay. Not at all. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. That's a that's a yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not the one saying it, so it's like it's weird to like stand up for it. Yeah, I, I guess I just like I see it all the time. I just be like, "What is wrong with y'all?" Granted, I don't watch a lot of Tyler Perry movies, so I'd have to go back to probably True. even understand. Yeah, True. so and I feel like a lot of people don't watch it, and they just quick to be like, "Yeah," I'm, I mean, I, I even with the, you know like Tyler Perry dressing up as a woman, I'm like, Martin did it. Yeah, Jamie Foxx did it. 
Or like a lot mm-hmm. of black men have done it for entertainment purposes. So mm-hmm. don't start coming for him because he dressed up as Medea and right. made money. You just mad. Well, you. I think they're mad because he keeps he keeps dressing up as Medea. I think that's the yeah, that's true. But I mean, it works for him. Like you know what I'm saying? Like, Listen, somebody's going to go see these Medea movies. I don't know who these people are, but they're making bank. Yeah, because I heard that Medea Boo movie like it was like number one in the box office when it, it came out. Made bank. I was like, <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, somebody's going to go see him. So not I. Yeah, <laughs> I'm good with that. Nah, not me either. Oh boy, um, you want to run through some stuff? Yeah. All right. Um, you want to talk about uh, Killer Mike and his unnecessary comments? I mean, his unnecessary interview with the NRA. <clears throat> like, <laughs> like, what are you talking about, bro? What are you talking about? Why did he think that was okay? First of all, Killer Mike is a rapper. Uh, what song does he have? I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I like. I was like. I watched the interview and I was like, wait a minute, Killer Mike is a rapper, but I can't. Yeah. I don't know any. None of it. I'm going to have to Google some. I don't know. None of it. He had like one song that was popular, but I can't remember what it was. Uh, okay. So anyway, Killer Mike did an interview with NRA TV and <laughs> this is so, so, this is such coonery. I can't, it is. I cannot take it. So, um, the NRA has has to like appeal to the black demographic some way or somehow, and they got this. Uh, I guess there's a guy on who hosts a show, a black guy, uh, to interview Killer Mike. <laughs> Whatever. This is so stupid. It is. Um, so there's a, a clip in the in the interview where Killer Mike is like um, he's saying how like he's pro gun basically. And they come, they come, um, they end up talking about the march that's happened that happened this past week in the March for Our Lives. Yeah. And he's like, um, you know, I told my kids if you go to their march, you might as well like go ahead and move out of my house. Like he says all types of crazy, ignorant stuff in this clip. Did you watch it? I didn't. Like I didn't want to. Like I I didn't want to because I'm just like, <clears throat> yeah. It's it's like I didn't understand why he even thought that was a good idea, and I just thought it was very like condescending mm-hmm. of him to even sit down with them because he's been on the like with everything that has gone on the last what five years or mm-hmm. so he's kind of been on the forefront about um, a lot of issues when it comes to police brutality and mm-hmm. things you know he um, all these things like that so mm-hmm. for you to sit there. And do an interview with the NRA, mm-hmm. the same ones that's allowing our y'all children to be killed, I think is kind of very like, what are you doing? I'm about to blow your britches off of what I'm about to say Are next. you kidding me? Listen, so in the interview, he's like, one of his daughters went to Savannah State or something like yeah. that where they had a, a shooting at. He, yes, one of his daughters went to this, was at the school, was attending the school when it happened. She came home, told him about everything. He was like, you know, so now we went ahead and got her a gun and got her training classes. I don't, I just. And I'm just trying to like, trying to figure out, okay, there's a shooter on campus. Let me pull out my piece and we can have a shootout together. Right. Where's the logic here? Where's the logic here? Yeah, He was saying all kinds of foolishness in like this six minute clip. And I'm glad it was six minutes because I don't think I could have took another minute. It was so ridiculous like if you're gonna do something for the money like you know because mm-hmm. uh, that that's what it seems like to me like it was just you doing it for the money but they did like a whole like 40 minute interview him and this and this black guy that rep like the black guy the black guy who's in, interviewing him like he's a part of nra like he's pro-gun too like yeah girl i mean if you want to be pro-gun 
okay, like, fine. That's what you want to do. That's your stupidity. Mm-hmm. But like I said, it's just, it's very, it's very confusing when you're on the forefront when, you know, Trayvon Martin is killed and uh, Mike Brown is killed and Tamar Rice is killed. You know, when it comes to police, that this is something that mm-hmm. black people need to stop doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to police killing us, we're all for, we want to march, we want to mm-hmm. talk about it, we want to be angry. All the, but when it comes to things like this, mm-hmm. somebody shooting on a college campus like Savannah State University, mm-hmm. you want to go out and like, oh no, let me get my gun because... No, you can be pro gun. If you can be pro gun, make sure it also makes sense. And to me, it doesn't make any sense for him to arm his daughter with a gun, right? So she can have it on campus and her. So she got a Glock, but the old dude got an AK forty seven. She gonna be dead, exactly. Like, like yeah, yeah. He just needs to sit down. I'm sorry. So the thing was like, once that was released. The internet was firing us, firing his ass up because that's what the internet does. And he released like this apology, and he was like saying how like, you know, he was basically saying like to the to the youth who were like planning the march, the march for our lives march. He was like, um, they used my interview to flip it where I was like, where well, I'm not aligned with you, but like, you can literally go back and he literally like you said that shit out your mouth. You said that you said to your kids, if y'all go and walk in this march. You might as well go ahead and just continue to stay, walk out. Like, don't come back to this house. Like, and that what you're saying is you don't care about anything that has happened over the last month, right. last thirty days. You could care less about them kids at Parkland. Mm-hmm. You can care less about uh, just any of it. Like, you know, his apology was a farce. Killer Mike is irrelevant. Yeah, he's a clown. He's a coon. That was the yeah. ultimate coonery. I just was like, it just wasn't smart. It, at it just, all, it made no sense. Smart. It that made, wasn't smart. It made no sense. And of course, they had to get the, you know, a nobody to interview. Yeah, because like, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> because that, he must live in Texas, so you know that's where the NRA is headquartered in Texas. You know, so and the NRA is clearly like a racist. Yeah, it, organization. It, it has some like, like, come on. It's very shocking when you meet an, a black NRA member or if you hear anybody like, you know, saying that they're for the NRA. Like, you know, you want to be for your amendment rights. Mm-hmm. OK, mm-hmm. but you don't need to be for the NRA. There's a difference between yeah. being for an organization and just being for your right, your God given government rights. Right. But being for an organization that could care less about anything but just what money they make off of the deaths of all these human beings is ridiculous. It is insane. It's insane. <sighs> I'm going to link all that too. So you can see that, that coonery. That's craziness. Yeah. Um, everything else that was crazy. Um, so of course, uh, the cops that killed Alton, uh, Alton Sterling got off. No shocker there. So just a refresher, <clears throat> Alton Sterling was the, uh, young man who was standing outside of the corner store in Louisiana while, uh, was he selling just cigarettes? Right. Just, no, 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 no. That's, no, no. um, that was that's Eric Garner. Uh-huh. I think he was just selling like CDs, like that's what it was. Yep. real black stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, we selling our mixtape. We got to yep. get it out. And, um, the cop shot him and he's, you know, he's no longer with us. Mm-hmm. So of course it's been like two years now and the cops got off. No shocker there. Nope. Um, you know what? So I found it. I saw something that CBS, uh, did a story on it was the same. It was very ironic that they uh, did the story the same day that Alton Sterling's killers got off. So a man that um, killed his dogs, you no, know, he like beat them severely. Got like eight to ten years in jail in prison for a dog. Now 
as a <clears throat> dog lover, I love me some dogs. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Patrick. Um, <laughs> like, love dogs. But it is incredible that the lives of our four-legged brethren cost more than the lives of our two-legged ones. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. And I'm not even saying that uh, about black people, just people in general. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, he gets eight to ten years in prison because he beat his dog to death. Okay. That's that's terrible. You're a psycho for doing that. I don't Which, know why a dog gets you that. That is surprising because if it's one thing I know white people love, it's, it's animals. Yeah. Especially dogs. Anybody that hurts an animal, I think, is psychotic. I just, mm-hmm. I don't understand why an animal can make you that mad. They're mm-hmm. defenseless. They can't talk unless right. they're a husky because they be trying to talk. But, uh, oh, you never seen the videos of huskies? They be like, woo. Like, oh they be really trying to God. talk. So cute. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they really try to talk. But it just makes me so upset that, you know, this man gets eight to ten years and, you know, Alton Sterling's killers are gone, are, are off. Um, you know, Mike Brown's killer is is off. George Zimmerman's still walking around. Bruh, I'm waiting even for threatening that. Jay-Z. I am waiting uh, for the day when somebody t- gets his okay, ass. Tamir Rice's killer is still over. You know, these Stefan Clark's killers are still... On administrative leave. Uh, it's ridiculous, yo. It, I don't get it. It's, it's, I just, I don't understand it. It is disgusting. And I'm also tired of them saying it's breaking news that these cops get off. It's not breaking. Breaking news is when y'all actually charge. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's Absolutely. I, I can't. Absolutely. I just can't. I just, I really can't. So um, let's just see what happens with Stephon Clark. Um, with, you know, because yeah. I'm still flabbergasted by that story. How 20 times. How he was killed in his own backyard. The fact that y'all even responded to that type of uh, crime is incredible. To yeah, me. I'm like wow, oh, y'all y'all yeah. know how to respond to stuff. Mm. Okay, mm. Um, mm. so I guess like the last thing. Oh, well, one thing before the one thing before the last thing. So, um, your boy uh, Takashi Six Nine, the rainbow hair dude that loves rainbows. He was on the Breakfast Club last week, and yeah, <laughs> he. <laughs> Okay, um, he definitely got Charlemagne's uh, blood boiling. Oh, he did. Because he's just, dude, he is just the most arrogant, cocky dude for no reason whatsoever. He was like, I'm gangsta. Yeah, I'm gangsta. Like, you know, da 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 Like... Did he tell he told Charlemagne like he was like you a nobody or something like that? Basically, you know, and Charlemagne that was the funniest part. Charlemagne was like, oh yeah, you know, I ain't doing that, you know, just got all these awards and uh, you know, best selling book. book and you know, I'm executive producer, executive producer shit. And he was just like, <laughs> but then he was like, you know, but I ain't nobody. I ain't got nothing going on. Boy, bye. Now this does, is that the guy who does is that the Gucci Gang guy? No, I think that's Lil Pump. That's the one that goes Gucci Gang. Yeah. I think it's Lil Pump. Okay, well, I don't know who, who I don't know Mr. Fruit Loops. Then I don't know, I don't know who these people. Are. Oh, Mr. Fruit Loops! Oh, oh my God, know. that's actually a pretty good name. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I listen. I tried to listen to one of his songs. Uh, he got a song out with um like a boogie with the hoodie and some other dude. Mm-hmm. I think it's like Fetty Wap. I tried to listen to it, and I barely made it through thirty seconds. Barely, because all he does is scream. Now, um, Mr. Um, Mitsubishi, that is the guy. Who is the one with the rape charge with the girls? That's mm-hmm. the same. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. What you call him? Mr. Mitsubishi. Okay, Mitsubishi? we can call him that. That's fine. S- Subaru. Something like that. Hyundai. <laughs> <laughs> Toyota. Something like that. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he, he. Uh, but he, he, do, he did talk about that. Okay. He did talk about that. That you know, 
Whatever. He says he's innocent. Fine. Whatever, dude. That nigga look guilty. What got me was Charlamagne. Like, they were trying to talk, like, get to know him. Like, yeah. talk about the music. Because that's why you're here. Like, you're here because you keep putting up music. You know what I'm saying? We want to talk about that. Right. DJ Envy tried. Angela tried. Charlamagne tried. And this is when I think Charlamagne was like, you know what? Don't ever book anybody under the age of 25 on the show no more. He said, he said, you know, like, you know, like, were you influenced by Onyx? Because the way that he raps, mm-hmm. it does remind, it gives you a fragile star type right, situation. Right, yeah. He going to say, he was like, I mean, he was like, nah, I mean, I heard their music, though. Like. What? Um, Yeah, I heard their music, though. Charlamagne was like, I'm too old for this. Like, I can't. He was like, he was like, you know, but I am influenced by DMX. Okay. Okay. So that's when it was like, oh, okay, cool. And he was like, you know, but I don't think he rock with me, though. And they was like, why you don't think he, he was like, oh, because I followed him and he didn't follow me back. Angela Yee was like, okay, so, um, yeah. Like, it, it was just, yeah. He I just, can't believe you actually watched that interview. I was very intrigued to watch it because I kept seeing Charlemagne, you know, be triggered by it. And I just, and then he said that it was going to be, like, the most highest rated interview that they were ever going to have. And all three of them said collectively, not higher than Birdman. Yeah, no, absolutely like, not. Because I even turned into the, the Birdman one. Yeah. But I won't be tuning into this. My dad tuned into the Birdman interview. Like, you know. Yeah. So I just I'm just waiting for this um the the double XL class freshman class to drop. When is that dropping? I need to know who they putting on here. Cause I bet you he'll be on there. Oh no. I bet you he will. I really thought he was the Gucci gang guy. Mm-mm. Oh. Nope. Um so that's that. Mm-hmm. Then last but certainly not least is this March of our uh March, March, for, March for Our, our Lives. Lives. Uh, that happened on Saturday that was very moving, very powerful. Um, these kids ain't messing around. They are not. They're not playing around. Okay. I got something to say, though. I do, too. Go ahead. Okay. hmm Listen. I check it. Check it. Listen. 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 <laughs> oh, I understand that this is, this is an important march to have. Mm-hmm. And these are serious issues that these that 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 we're talking about here. But I'm gonna need y'all to not gentrify the black power fist and the hands up don't shoot. I just felt like Yeah. That bothered me a lot. Yeah. I think it bothered me way more than it probably should have. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We we've talked about this mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm. And you you mentioned that, and I was like, you know, I was I got what you were saying, but then I was kind of like on the fence about it. But then watching it and like seeing some of the clip, I'm like, nah. Especially like I think what the don't shoot really, really blew me. Yeah, I was like, oh, now you don't want nobody to shoot. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's it's okay. Cool. It's not like it's making a mockery. That's not what I'm saying, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, you have to think about, like, you have to think about the Black Power Fist, and you have to think about Hands Up, Don't Shoot, why these why these movements were started in the first place. There you go. What they mean. And for you, for you guys to take it and put it, and put it in front of your, your march, like. Get your own thing. Yes. Get your own thing. Just get your own thing. We appreciate you, like, it, you can borrow it, but yeah, get your like, own thing. It was so un. It just really made me cringe, and I didn't like it. Like yeah. it just was like, I get it. Yeah, I get it. Granted, especially because like the the Black Power Fist has been like so like yeah controversial over the years. And you think about those two uh, Olympic athletes who threw up the Black Power Fist exactly. that year. Like 
The black prophets means a lot. Too, yeah. It means way too much for you to be like, like, I get it, but like, nah. It just doesn't seem like genuine. Like, y'all just throwing it up because it's like, it's what you feel like should be done. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. y'all just throwing it up for frivolously mm-hmm. excuse yeah. me uh, <laughs> it's a rough it's a tough and then, like you know what i'm saying like y'all like i, I don't know Mm-mm. it's just very uh i don't know yeah i'm, I'm with you on that like i got it i finally i get it because yeah. I, I don't i don't know it just yeah um you know i think that so they were talking about that uh, that young lady naomi that 11 year old that the black girl who got up there and basically with, with the hair yeah and was reading them for filth yeah yes so here's my thing about that she did read them for filth yeah so but clearly y'all didn't hear anything that she had to say because mm-hmm. all y'all doing is not focusing on her she said I'm here representing the ones that y'all aren't talking about Ooh. and all y'all doing is talking about her now mm. me included you know what I'm saying like I I I, I didn't think about that until like maybe a couple of days later I'm like. All right, so she defeated the purpose of what she was talking about. We're not talking about any of the girls mm-hmm. that she was talking about. Right. So right. I think that we need to kind of just be a little more careful before we just make things viral. You know how I feel about things that go viral. But, yeah. like, you know, we're just making this young lady go viral, which is great. She started the conversation, yeah. a much-needed conversation, but mm-hmm. y'all aren't listening mm-hmm. to what she had to say. Right. You didn't hear anything because all we know is her name now. Right. What about the ones that she was talking about? Mm-hmm. So there were a lot of intelligent black. I think the black children that went out there, like they were there for business. They they weren't fucking around. Yeah. Like there were a lot. I saw a lot of videos of black students talking and like using like words from the government that I ain't heard before. Yeah, I was and like, I'm, I'm looking like I had to pause it to look they, it up. Yeah. I'm, the the black students that were there, they are they they mean business. Yeah. So they weren't messing around. Yeah, they weren't. They were not messing around. So I mean, <sighs> good job that 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 march was put together. And to see all those young people out there, mm-hmm. see my young brothers and sisters out there. Who was the girl that went viral from, um, that pretty much was like, you know, all oh, this is cute. Ooh. What was her, what's her name? Hold up. Cause I, I think I favored it. Cause I was, I, she was like, oh, we, we might have to, we might have to play that clip. Cause she was like, yeah. Wait, let me, see, let me find my likes. Cause, um, she was playing. No she had on like this yellow shirt, right? Yes. yes. Yeah. 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 No, no, I got it. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. We going to play it. Cause she was not. Come on, load. <laughs> here she go, right here. Yeah, she wasn't playing. We're here for three important March for Our Lives on March 24, 2018. We're here for three important reasons. Number one, what they will not do is ignore black voices. Number two, what they will make sure to do is include our agenda in the agenda for gun prevention reform. When we talk about legislative issues and solutions for gun violence, it has to include the intersections of black violence. That means guns, that means gangs, that means schools, that means teachers, that means police brutality, that means state violence. It has to include all of that stuff, and we're going to be able to do this together. This is not just about white people in school shootings in the classroom. They kill us in churches. They kill us on the streets. They kill us in a in the car. They kill us when we're traveling, and they kill us in our classroom. This is about all the young black people that you're looking at. That's what this is about. It's about none of this extra stuff with the concert. That's great. We're here to organize, represent, and show power. And the third thing that we're here to do is make sure we have a great time. We came from all across the entire country to be here for a specific moment because I want my people to feel empowered. And I want them to go back to the field and to know that when they get back to the local organizing, that's where it matters. She said, this concert is cute. That part took me out. (laughs) That part took me out. Her name is Tiffany Lofton. Listen. (laughs) That part took me out. Basically, she was like, all this other extra stuff, this is cute, but ain't nobody got time for that. (laughs) 
<laughs> like, that's great. <laughs> great. They got singers. Like, listen, this is all cute or whatever, but we're here to get shit done. Sis, I'll be looking Tip for you. you. Okay, in the future. Be looking for you. Tiffany Lofton, yes, ma'am. Okay. You got two fans. Okay. She was like, you know, oh, that part right yeah. there. Yes. I was like, oh. She was, she, listen. Not playing no games. None. Shout out to you. Shout outs to you. Um, yeah, so I guess, I mean, that could kind of bring us to to our midday thought because yep. that was what, um, that's what inspired our midday thought actually mm-hmm. um, was a conversation we had about, um, what happened? About the, <laughs> about um, the uh, Black, power, Black fist. power Fist. Yeah. And uh, so the question was simply simply this. What does the black power fist mean to you? Um, and we got some interesting responses. Mm-hmm. So, um, Kirby and Nerdy 81 said, Unity. Each finger is powerless alone, but gathered into a fist, the hand can knock anything down. Facts. Mm-hmm. Um, Ty Hagen said, Resilience, unity, and pride. Bed of Rosa said, Adding value to self. Um, Alibi, Alibib 12 <laughs> says it means community that we blacks, peop, um, blacks, people of the diaspora, Africans, etc., are stronger as one despite our perceived differences, no matter how. I think that's supposed to say minute. Yeah. I think that's <laughs> I think that's how you spell it. Mm-hmm. Like the differences in our fingers. And we have the strength to maintain and to knock you out. It's just relearning how to use our strength collectively. Lolo de Chicago said strength pushed power to push poor the I'm sorry power to push beyond the obstacles that are out in front of us unity love for who I am and love and support for those who look like me mm-hmm. and sparks and pours love the name <laughs> community strength greeting togetherness for black people it also stands for pride mm-hmm. those are some good answers very good answers yeah um <clears throat> Yeah, very good answer. What about you? I think it means all those things. Um, I think it like it just means it has a representation of our history and like of the struggle that we've gone through. Um, to me, it means that we just need to like we just need to have a united front. Um, you know, together we can't. Again, like when you know, like what she said, like. Mm-hmm. You know, you have one finger, like, you can't do certain things without the rest of your fingers. So right. you need that whole hand. You need that whole fist. So. Yeah. That's why we don't want anybody else throwing it up. Right. <laughs> Real talk. So, Real talk. That's it. I mean, you think about, you know, how far, you know, especially, like, as African Americans or black Americans, whatever you identify with, you think about how far we've come and how important it is to keep the people together, especially, uh, you know, all of the damaging that's been done to black families and tearing apart and realizing that, that, you know, there's powers in numbers, there's power in unity, there's strength in numbers, there's strength in unity, and, you know, um, things things can get done when we come together like a fist. Um, so, you know, it, you know, it represents a lot, but mostly like what everybody else said, unity, pride, togetherness. Um, yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. All those things and more. Like, All those things. I mean, I, th- I thought it was a pretty, like, standard question. Like, uh, yeah. You know, um, I don't know why, what anybody else would really say. Besides, like, what we said and what they said. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know. I'm sure there's someone out there who can give us like a nice, eloquent answer. You know, um. but that's part of the reason why it's an issue when we just see it being. I mean, okay, when it comes to the sense of togetherness, Mm -hmm. okay, I get why others would throw it up. Probably, probably example, the March for you know March for our lives march. Mm But, you know, we just be throwing it up just to be throwing it up sometimes. Like, and yeah. I, that's even black people. Like, do y'all really mean it when y'all just throwing it up? Or we just throwing it up because everybody else was throwing it up back in the day? It, I very rarely throw it up. It has to be. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, the moment has to be serious and it has to be sincere if I'm throwing up right. the fist. Exactly. Can't just be throwing it up because we outside. Right. Like, like you know, that's, you know right. that's not how this works. No. Um. Ah, yeah. Yeah. It's so... It's a tough one. I just hate everything that's going on right now. This week is a mess. I just really can't. It's a hot mess. Y'all might have, like, heard it in our tones. It's just been whack. Everything that's been going on. Um, I don't know. I really don't know. um, That's... That's it. That's it. We we had a lot of heavy stuff. A lot of conversations. Yeah. That we, we are going to try to continue to have later on mm-hmm. um but yeah so uh with that being said make sure you follow us on all of our social media you got this sis. Okay. you got you got this um you got this sis. we're on twitter at head rap pod yep instagram is head wraps and lipsticks mm-hmm. mm. and facebook facebook i've been forgetting head wraps and lipsticks the podcast mm-hmm. and uh check out our website Mm-hmm. Yep. and uh, if you want to sponsor us or give us some press passes to an event <laughs> seriously though <laughs> new opportunity new opportunities you can email us at hatwrapsandlipsticks at gmail.com and make sure you subscribe mm-hmm. send us some reviews we'll shout you out on the show give us a rating yeah yeah give us the rating um <laughs> Just give us the rating. That's the, it. The rating being five. That's it. It's not that hard. Not four. It's not a Yelp review. Yeah. So <laughs> we're not a restaurant. Exactly. So um, that's it, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Yep. And we will catch you in the next episode. Bye. Peace out. <laughs>